Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjo Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sunjo Gall. Hello, and uh, welcome to this segment on CTN. To learn more, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. And the topic for today is tracking digital progress and performance. So when we look at business and uh, the industries across the board, they all seem to be willing to invest in digital. And at the same time, business always wants to know how is it going, where we are at any given time, and if we have a specific initiative in mind, when we will get to see the value from all the investments we are making. And interestingly, the digital landscape shifts dynamically. So what can businesses and their IT departments do, their leadership could collaborate on, so that they can develop the right type of benchmarks, the measures, the KPIs, the measures of success, which will allow them to confidently track the progress and performance. So joining me is Balaji Rangachari. Uh, Bala is the Global Chief Information Officer at Tata Global Beverages. Hey, Bala, how are you? I'm good, Sanjog. How are you doing today? Very good, sir. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, the the reason we wanted to talk, as I had mentioned, was about the outcome business is looking for, and also not just the outcome. They want to know what's going on throughout because this is brand new, both for IT and for business. So are there any specific Outcomes. Let's start with the outcomes. Are there any specific measurable outcomes which are tangible that a business may seek whenever they ask you to work with them as technology uh, department on their digital initiatives? Yes, Sanjog, that's an interesting uh, question. So the world has changed, hasn't it? I remember uh, 15 years back when I was doing my first ERP implementation, uh, that was what most companies were getting into. Uh, you talked about a new large piece of software that's going to provide efficiencies. Uh, based on that, you built a business case and you said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to save so much time and then it's going to translate into so much benefit in terms of cost savings. And you, you got all that sold and then you went on with implementing the project, right? And, and maybe if you're smart and good and if you had reasonable management, you would revisit the business case maybe once during the project and maybe once more at the end of it. But but the fact was that there was a leap of faith uh, that you were making, right? The world has changed now when we were talking about digital transformation, right? Because we want to know, like you said, what's happening during the project, right? It's, it's not just whether the project is on time, is on schedule, is on budget. You want to know what's changing in terms of outcomes, right? So I think the part about having tangible and measurable outcomes for digital investments is an absolute given, right? Um, and, and, and it's important that uh, every organization defines what are sort of the transitional KPIs or outcomes and what's the end state, right? So that's, that's something that is definitely required. And, and the more tangible, specific, and measurable it is, um, the better chance you have of succeeding um, in your digital investment or or failing or failing fast. 
So given that digital is unlike your ERP implementation, like the example that you gave, where you knew going in that these are the functionality you're going to go after, this is the specific way you would like to get it implemented, and this is going to be the the future state, if you will, post-implementation. When it comes to digital, frankly, people are doing a lot more experimentation versus knowing 100% uh, with with 100% surety that this is where we will land eventually. How does that change the decision-making landscape, the governance and, and uh, creating tangible and measurable uh, ways to, to track the progress and eventual performance and outcome? Yeah, so, so first of all, Sanjog, uh, from, a, from a digital perspective, while most people say that it is, it is not a technology uh, initiative or a technology transformation, it is a business transformation, which is what it should be, more often than not, when it translates into outcomes or KPIs, people forget the, this fundamental point, right? So KPIs do or outcomes do need to be business outcomes, not technology outcomes, uh, for example, if your your business model is is setting up a, a online digital boutique, uh, the KPI or outcome is what's the percentage of sales uh, that you're going to generate from from the online boutique and how you're going to track that uh, over time. If you're going to digitize a specific department or function, what is the time that's going to be saved? through, for example, finance reporting uh, by digitizing. If you're going to put in a new SFA tool, what are the number of orders that you're going to capture through the tool, right? So as long as you, you're defining business metrics and business outcomes and business KPIs, the uncharted territories or the new areas or the experimentation is largely around technology, right? So uh, it is, while you might not be able to define a technology outcome, you are trying to solve a business problem, right? Or, uh, or you're trying to deliver against the business need or you're going to drive digital business. So I think the question to be asked is, what is the outcomes, business outcomes, you want to define from your transformation exercise? And then whether it's new area or a new solution or a new technology, those are project KPIs or how you would run the project, right? And so, so I guess I don't know if I'm sort of making sense, but um, the digital business KPIs should be outcomes that are measured uh, by the business and owned by the business, not project or technology KPIs. And you're 100% accurate in your statement that there would be a business outcome, which, of course, should be uh, put in a certain way that it is talking about the business outcome. Understood. If you look at digital, it's not something which is going to be one boiling the ocean type of initiative. We will have to divide and conquer. And for that, we will have to bring it down to smaller digital initiatives or steps or stages in which we will bring digital in, which you want to call them as project, fine. If you want to roll them up into a bunch of different projects coming together, that's a program. But they still have to be measured at those levels with confidence for you to say, yes, I'm going to get there. Now, interesting part is many of them, as I mentioned in my previous question, are sandboxing exercise. If you go and talk to a business, or you talk to a technology person. I'm not sure if many of them or any of them would be able to really 
you know, vouch their paycheck to say this is where we will land because there are so many unknowns. So then how do you build a benchmark? How do you come up with the measures? Yes, you could put some broad ones, but nobody's going to claim that this is going to be 100% accuracy with which we will hit this target. You know, you know, Sanjok, I, I try and compare some of these uh, uncharted territories or new areas like a, like a company um, launching a new product, right? Um, companies do that all the time. That's new, new territory. Do we come back and say, I don't know how much I'm going to sell. I will not be able to forecast demand. You don't say that, do you? It's, it's similar when we look at uh, new areas from a digital business perspective. You need to look at what is the, and, and one of the frameworks that I've found useful uh, is, is, is what uh, I would call the pain vision solution framework, right? So what's the business pain you're trying to solve? That will give you the metrics and the outcomes uh, that you're trying to shift. What's the end state vision? What are the challenges and what's the end state vision you're looking at? And then there is a solution, which is where technology and, and the whole digital comes in. The, the, uh, the, the pain and the vision are business constructs. The solution is the technology bit. And if you then go and look at uh, metrics or KPIs, and you can define them as, as business KPIs, I've not seen a situation where you struggle, right? Um, um, let, me, let me give you an example. Um, you're launching a new Salesforce automation tool uh, that will enable your, your sales. And I, and I come from a consumer products background. You're going to, you've got your salesmen going to retailers, uh, collecting orders. You've got a new SFA tool, right? And let's say the SFA tool has, has, has all the modern uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, all of those algorithms that help you do better cross-sell, upsell, et cetera, et cetera. If you try and if you think that this uncharted territory and you're trying to define KPIs that tell you how many places you've installed this and how are you using it, that's where you will struggle. But if you're clear that I'm trying to improve my product mix ratio by X percent and that's the target and that's where this digital uh, initiative will help me, you will be better off trying to monitor and course correct as you go, right? The idea here is to set a target and you won't know whether the target is right or wrong. But the advantage is that if you measure it as you go, you will be able to course correct and you will be able to change the target uh, as, you, as you run the project and as you run the initiative. So if, if the way you have, suppose in your organization, let's take specific uh, context, I'm assuming, like most organizations, you may have embarked on this digital journey. Did you come up from the very get-go with specific projects, with specific programs, which had very clear, defined agenda, or you are still doing some sandboxing because even while you were building those projects and plan something radically new came out, which could have been a better solution than where you started? Are you struggling with that? The, the, the always new, always better presents itself to you and that changes the way you approach how to create a business outcome. The same business outcome, but it could be done differently. Sure. So uh, I think there is a certain time frame that you keep in mind uh, when you do some of these initiatives. Uh, 
10-12 years back, you would say that I'm going to use this for 5 years, 10 years, that's the time frame that I'm talking about. But in today's day and age, technology life cycles are much shorter, in some cases 6 months, a year, uh, 2 years, 3 years, right? So uh, having said that, as, uh, as an enterprise, are you going to be constantly chasing your own tail? Are you going to be saying that I will do a discovery every 6 months? when my, my project life cycle in terms of benefit is, is probably a year. So that's one extreme. The other extreme is to say that I've made my decision, I'm not going to revisit it for the next five years or ten years. I guess it's important to strike a balance. It's important to make a decision based on information that's available. And that's where I think the business outcomes or the KPIs come in. If you're chasing technology and you're chasing the technology life cycles, you're not giving enough time for you to get benefits from whatever you're putting in. So I guess we cannot talk about five or 10-year or, uh, life cycles, but we should look at two or three-year life cycles and take a call and make sure that senior management and the business is clear to say, we made a decision today to use a certain technology. When we are th midway through the project, the technology landscape might change, but if we have defined our business outcomes and we're going to meet those business outcomes, let's stay true to the course, right? And make sure that we are deriving the benefit and catch the next curve from a technology perspective. So that's sort of uh, one way of looking at it. Now there are areas where you might say that I'm not sure what the solution is or what the technology is. That's where you try and do proof of concepts, you try and do some experiments, and there you define the scope very clearly and you say, I'm going to try this for three months, by which time either something new is going to come in or this technology is going to mature, right? So that's really the difference. Once you're set up on a project, you've done your assessment, you've done your evaluation, stay true to the course, unless the project fails, right? And then you sort of change, change midway. But if you try and catch the technology curve and try and be focused on what's changing, I guess you will never get around to, uh, to delivering business benefits. Let's take a quick break, business. Uh, listeners will be right back. And when we come back, Bala, let's talk about the specific areas in which you, if you want to create benchmarks. And uh, in digital, it is not like a traditional approach to what we used to do with an ERP. What specific ways do you tweak even coming up with the benchmarks, yes, we will still talk about the outcomes, et cetera, but are there any, any new ways we have to uh, look at KPIs and benchmarks and metrics? Are there any challenges in developing them as we see it on the ground as you go about doing what we do for digital? Let's explore that when we come back. Please stay tuned. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise mobility management and document sharing solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. 
Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash help or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, Bala, let's compare and contrast the way we used to create KPIs and benchmarks in our legacy world and the digital world, especially because the approach to creating them even though we keep our eyes on the outcome, could be vastly different given the the approach that we have to take to get digital done. Sure. So uh, in the legacy world, life was, was relatively simple, right? So there was a business need or a business requirement. And more often than not, as IT folks, we used to tell the business, give me your requirements, write them down, in a fair amount of detail so that I can understand what you're looking for. And once we do that, we go ahead and say, now let me design a solution for you. For you. Let me build against your requirement. right? And then we, do, we, we build the solution, we do the testing, and there you go. Hand it back to business. This is what you asked for. Uh, what I provided matches up against what you asked for, and, and we are good to go. right? And, and all of this follows the regular uh, SDLC life cycle and, and, and goes forward. Uh, uh, business as usual. Fast forward to the digital age, um, we don't know what the requirement is. Uh, And sometimes the question to the IT team is, tell me the art of the possible. Tell me what you can do. What are others doing, right? And what's the sort of disruption that's happening in the in the marketplace right and uh, and it's, it's difficult for it folks to catch up with technology uh, leave alone business folks and there are some digital native folks in the business who are probably probably far ahead of the of the it team right so in this context i'm not i'm not i'm i'm pretty sure that there is no silver bullet right and i'm not claiming to have a solution but it's important at the very initial visioning stage to not start with what we want to do, but start with what are the outcomes that we want to, uh, want to move or want to change. What is it that we want to shift the needle on, right? And that's probably the conversation starter or the discussion starter that I found most useful. Uh, that's one part of it. The second is some of the early visioning before we go into design and solution is very important, right? So how do we make sure that uh, we have a vision that's, that's not very broad, but that's not very, very narrow? So you might, you might say we want to do something um, on supply chain, for example. 
what do we want to do do we want to look at supply chain planning do we want to look at supply chain execution do we want to digitize the entire supply chain we can't have a digital initiative or a program which says i want to define a end to end supply chain at the same time we can't say that our digital agenda is i want to set up demand forecasting so what's that mid path what are the kpis that we want to move the other point that's relevant here is um, the appetite for long running projects is gone anything more than 6 months you lose interest in the old days there was a core team dedicated from the business and it that were running initiatives uh, that was their full time job right now we've got these agile pods people have day jobs they want to contribute in this you can only keep attention span for for 6 months so it's very complicated but staying the course being clear that what you're trying to do is build a digital business not a technology implementation and it's very difficult to keep reemphasizing that throughout the life cycle but that's really what you want to achieve so when you look at specific challenges if i were to ask you to say when you're going to digital folks beware these are the three top challenges you're going to face when you try to establish those kpis and and benchmarks because frankly business could give you only outcome but rest is on you what have you seen when you tackling when you went on this journey so first defining what is what is required has been very very difficult uh if someone says that i want to reduce costs in the finance function because we've got a lot of manual proce- processes and we use excel a lot what is it that you that you want to do right and then from a uh, from a finance perspective the outcome is very clear like you said for them it's very simple they want to say they want to say that i want to close the month on the first of the month right and i want to be able to publish my annual results within two weeks of of uh, year closing it's a very simple outcome how is it that you break that down into specific projects programs how is it that you lay out the kpi so you would say that today uh, i'm closing on the 5th of the month what's the set of activities that i do from the 1st to the 5th how is it that i can reduce the time uh, what is what is the single, is there is there a murphy's law there is is there one activity that takes three out of those five days do we tackle that first uh, or is there are there several low hanging fruits so breaking down the business outcome into more detailed uh, kpis that you would want uh, maybe the it team to put together and track is something that's very critical the second uh, point is you might define the you might define outcomes during the project you might define an outcome at the end of the project but as part of the project are you building in tracking mechanisms to be able to make sure that you are either you are you are you are on track to achieve the target or you are not because more often than not measuring an outcome is sometimes very difficult during a project so you don't know till the end of the project or maybe even later whether you've actually achieved the outcome that you set out to do now when you talk about business outcome it's interesting that business says yeah let's go digital let's go and change the world etc cetera, etc cetera, but they don't really many times know what even outcomes they could achieve what what's what's beyond there's many things which are beyond what they could even comprehend could happen so 
do you think even the outcome could be driven by the folks like us in technology or even other people who are involved in in this digital transformation to play Steve Jobs and show them what's possible and then along with it take some KPIs so basically almost like draw the whole thing and then take it to them versus waiting for them to give a business outcome and play the subservient role I guess it's a, it's a mix of both you cannot be showing people something that's that's huge big and grand uh, when you can't deliver on what they want right so it's it's a combination of both when you've got a, a whole model of delivering on what the business needs what is transformational what they can articulate and you are sort of you can never be absolutely perfect but as long as you've got some sort of a roadmap with KPIs and outcomes defined and you've got the governance to run that it's very important that you step back like you said look at the big picture get an outside in view maybe engage with 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 the, with, the, with consulting organizations go back and look at some of the uh, gartner quadrants look at some of the case studies that are out there defining the art of the possible i think is a very critical role uh, of the cio organization if you do not if you're not able to translate outside in thinking into and distill them into some of those elements that you think are relevant which you believe that the business is either not aware of or is not able to think through in their day jobs then you're doing a major disservice to your organization and and very soon you will just be a a project delivery organization uh, which can very well be done by by external partners so if the ci organization is not articulating constantly uh, the art of the possible and not bringing in fresh new thinking and when i say fresh new thinking not to say that this is a piece of technology that looks very nice and very sexy why can't you use it it's it's not that the 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 uh, cio organization the it organization needs to translate the new pieces of technology uh, into something that is relevant to the business should be able to articulate it in business terms that the specific uh, organization understands so and that's where the whole culture uh, as well comes in so the the challenge part goes hand in hand with the with the delivery part so have you have you i'm sure you've seen this that even though like you know you as a cio and your business counterparts you guys can figure it out somehow how to move forward as you've done in the legacy age as well but where do we fall short of insight or ability or even intent to be able to build a more predictable model of you discussing possibility the art of the possible as you said you then accordingly come up with the outcome and then create kpi and get, then get the execution done then why do people bring these third party consulting firms strategy consulting firms or so called digital transformation consulting firms what are they missing in house which requires them to go out so uh, you know this is a complete ecosystem life is not just a, a series of well structured plans to say that yeah you've got uh, an it organization that knows the greatest and best in terms of technology you've got the business that's aware of of what they need and they come together and and create this nice transformative roadmap and then go ahead define kpis and deliver on it uh, all said and done whether it's the it organization or the business by nature they are substantially inward facing right it it's difficult to keep pace with 
all of the work that's that's happening around the world and, and i think that's where uh, consulting organizations uh, experts etc come in who are able to distill what many fun organizations are doing and then sort of bring that uh, into a certain form so i do not believe that they can just be uh, ignored uh, or 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 set aside because it's very difficult to keep abreast of all that is happening right and just as it's, it is important for you um, uh, to look at what's happening in the technology world as a as a it person it's important for business also to to understand what's happening uh, in the technology world as relevant for the business for the specific function uh, or department right because we have a lot of digital natives today that can really make a difference and contribute i guess there was a time when the whole shadow it was something that was frowned upon and a lot of cio said sorry it is our job you don't get into that area to a point now where at least i personally believe that you have to live with shadow it and sometimes takes the pressure off you i would rather have a, a business which is digitally aware and knows what's possible and is really pushing and challenging the ci organization in some areas so that we can collectively take it forward right so let's take a quick break listeners we'll be right back we'll continue this discussion talking about external authorities so one thing which you very well said is yes we need an outside in input they might bring some insights as to how different industries are doing what are some of the latest trends are so that's great for the upstream strategy work etc but when it comes down to distilling out what that would mean in terms of specific projects and programs and what would be the kpis in our business context do you think that outside organization who is not entrenched in yours yet is the right one to leverage or to look up to to help define the kpis for our respective programs and projects in digital what are the risks or what are a better way of doing it even though we are inviting them in this whole process so please stay tuned listeners we'll be right back Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise mobility management and document sharing solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. 
You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, Bala, I totally buy your point about using these third-party organizations, consulting firms to help perhaps get some outside in input, some industry trends to help develop our own roadmap, if you will. And then you could even use them to do some in the trenches execution work. But I'd, I'd have, it'll be a tough pill for me to swallow for, and for most to allow them to drive the definition of the KPIs, the measures of success and other things if they're also specially involved in the execution, that's one. But even if they were not involved in execution, they're not in trenches enough for them to drive how we will move forward because that is a very important and strategic decision-making in terms of defining your KPIs. I completely agree with you. Uh, I completely agree with you. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, disagree on that at all. Uh, it's good to get an outside-in view. It's good to involve partners in, in, uh, in execution to be able to uh, stretch your own team and to be able to really uh, uh, match up to timelines. You could use consulting partners or advisors to tell you what are some of the industry KPIs, but you cannot then stretch and then go back and, you know, uh, some of these consulting organizations will be more than happy to go up and say, this is what you need to define and then we'll start, we'll start uh, running with it, right? In that case, I've seen examples of where uh, initiatives are a complete failure because there is no ownership within the business and IT teams of the KPIs. It's, it's someone else who is doing it for you, right? So uh, it, it's not you who are living and experiencing it. So it's, it's important that the KPIs are completely owned, and there are discussions within the organization of what these KPIs are. There are challenges made on it. Uh, the outcomes are placed in context of what's possible. We define the culture because what works for some other organization might not work for, for your organization. So that debate to make sure that we internalize it, we tweak it, adjust it, modify it, add to it, to make it completely business relevant is very important, right? And and if you lose sight of that, I guess the benefits of uh, any transformation will not accrue. So this is interesting that, uh, you know, as I also talk to a lot of leaders, uh, what's seen is in many cases, they even find challenging to take the data that's been offered by these third-party outfits and make it their own. So they eventually just accept some of them and run with it because they were not groomed in the digital age. They're not digital natives. Most of the senior leadership do not come from that background. So is there some prior education, some incubation, if you will, of this leadership who is supposed to drive or take charge and take ownership of these digital initiatives before they are given this task of, okay, I give you some data points, uh, we will do some deliberation, but you eventually have to make a decision and make sure that decision, whatever is made, is right on point, or at least it is close to being accurate. If you're not prepared, no matter how much outside data I give you, no much how much debate you do, but you don't get it, that might create risk for the organization. So how do you do risk mitigation in this regard? 
I think an important area here is the sponsorship. And sponsorship for transformational digital initiatives cannot be by committee. Uh, they cannot be externally driven. Sponsorship has to be uh, the head of the function, the head of the business, uh, if, it's, if it's a cross-functional initiative. And I think it's important to really sit with the sponsor and make sure the individual understands that they are driving the project. The entire team, internal, external, works for them. They own the outcomes and the targets, right? So more often than not, while we say these are business projects, it becomes a technology-led project. And given that there are tools, software, solutions, very quickly you will have 10, 15 consultants who've got their own point of view uh, and who are sort of driving the project because internally you don't know what's happening, right? So it's important that there is a, a, a sponsor who is coming in for the regular meetings. If it's an important digital business initiative, you need to have a, a, a vice president that's joining in on weekly calls and weekly governance meetings to know what's happening, what are the KPIs saying, where are we, where are we going with this, right? So uh, it, it's, to me, it's just like a new product launch. It's like a new uh, factory that you're setting up. You would have uh, the business leaders all over the place when you're, when you're doing a true business initiative. This is no different, right? So making sure that you have the level of sponsorship and you make sure what's expected from a sponsorship perspective is, is very important. The other, uh, the other point that I wanted to talk about is, is something that I, that I see a few organizations doing um, uh, around reverse mentoring. So if you've got senior leaders who are not digital natives, can you pair them up with, with young youngsters who are, who are the, the digital native, digitally native generation. So while the, the new generation gets mentoring and direction in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of how, to, how to manage a business, in terms of the, the true uh, leadership, et cetera, et cetera, at the same time, there is reverse mentoring in terms of understanding what digital is, trying to understand what are the, the new tools. So I guess pairing up senior leaders with, with uh, young managers is probably one of those techniques. I, I wouldn't claim to have really used it, but I guess that's a good idea to, uh, to go forward with. And when you do talk about the sponsorship, I buy the point that, yes, somebody has to sponsor it, but if those people are not qualified beyond just giving a blessing to an initiative, then we are introducing risk itself. Because if they go ahead and say yes to it, but don't understand how this is going to be done, and later on the people who are supposed to execute are also equally clueless, it doesn't take us very far. So who, who holds the, the ownership of this? The person who is sponsoring? Is that the one who you're expecting to own it? I guess it's a debatable point, but I would say, assuming that the CIO organization is, is savvy and knows what's going on, if you do not find active sponsorship, call off the project, right? Call it out. I don't think there is any other way. You can't have uh, a passive sponsor who you know is supporting, but is, like you said, just blessing the pro project. So simple answer here, Sanjog you should have the guts to call off the project if there is no active sponsorship. 
So when you talk about active sponsorship, means somebody is very excited, but if they're not qualified, then what? No, I guess that can be can be managed, right? Uh, you need a senior leader who commands the respect of the organization, and you know someone who is who's reached that level, obviously has got business competence, definitely, right? Uh, so you can work on on getting someone to understand what he or she needs to do, and if the intent is there, and if there is active sponsorship. Um, you can make it work, right? Uh, and if it's not working, you should call it off. Let's talk and, about you know, the. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and go ahead. Go might, ahead. You might want to. You might want to look at the whole reverse mentoring part of it. And in my experience, more often than not, um, people at that level are very smart and savvy to be able to pick up what they need to do once they get the hang of it. So I, I've not faced significant difficulties in setting up one-on-one -on -one meetings and then calling it out to say, this is really what we want from you. These are the outcomes that you've laid out unless you are actively driving and taking responsibility and pushing the team, it's not going to happen, right? So, and, and, and then it, it moves along, right? So let's talk about the the digital initiatives for the most part. Yes, you will have some things where you're doing some internal overhaul, but frankly, digital is becoming more and more externally facing and it involves the partner ecosystem. Interestingly, when you're trying to get many of these initiatives run and then you want to go to that level of maturity in digital in a given initiative, you will need to have some sort of a, a, you know alignment among the different value chain partners who you're you're actually partnering with to make this a reality. But they have their own business agenda. They have their own fiscal uh, approaches on how they want to invest in which type of initiative. How do you deal with that? How do you bring everyone on the same page and prevent the weakest link issue? Because at the end of the day, the outcome is converting from and just your company's outcome to a joint outcome. Yeah, that's 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 a very good uh, question, Sanjog. And and there are a few uh, aspects here that that I've I've seen in terms of my my personal experience. First, you need to answer the question from a partner perspective. You need to answer the so what question, right? You might have a grand uh, agenda and plan, right? But put yourself in your partner's shoes and say, so what? What's in it for me, right? So that's the first question that that you need to answer for yourself. The second is, for the most part, it's not about technology, it's about culture and change management. You've got a tough enough time uh, implementing the change management and the culture change and the process changes that are required within your uh, own organization. You will not be able to drive changes in culture or behavior uh, with your partners all by yourself, right? So the so what question, which gives them a hook to why they should be doing it is important. But at the same time, you will need to get give them a seat on the table, right? You'll have to kind of collaborate, communicate to say that they then drive the change so they might get the benefit. But while you're driving top-down change in your organization, they need to collaborate and drive that change within their organization. And the final point is be realistic in your expectations. If you want, for example, to connect 
for your suppliers to connect on a portal so that you digitize your your uh, vendor transactions do you want 100% of them to connect is 80% good enough is 60% good enough is it going to shift the needle right so be realistic in terms of what uh, what uh, trends are or what the kpis that you're going to do if you try and target 100% it's going to take you forever to achieve it and do you really need that 100% last point timing i think is very important right uh, you might have a situation where for example network connectivity uh, in remote locations is something that's going to inhibit your partners to connect to your your uh, uh, it backbone but you might see communication collaboration technology improving so fast that what was an issue 6 months back becomes a non issue right so culture technology change very quickly so timing is 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 important so i guess these are the three or four things when we are working with uh, partners that is very important to to gather if you if you try and change the whole world you're not going to achieve anything let's take a quick break listeners and we will be right back and we should be looking at the type of insights we are trying to generate for digital right and you have to be able to uh do some groundwork and then once you do the groundwork you find out that something changes and i did mention about this in terms of uh, how do you accept an initiative and how you run with and at what point do you say no we're going to move on but then this could become an interesting issue of leakage because you try to go through a lot of due diligence you invest a lot of time in the initiative but then you have to be able to timely make sure whether this is going to be worth it or is it going to shift which you are not always sure of so how do we minimize leakage in short when we talk about digital so please stay tuned listeners we'll be right back and discuss predict your company's future by creating it is your workforce able to connect exchange ideas and share brilliance simply and securely create tomorrow today empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured blackberry enterprise mobility management and document sharing solutions to learn more visit blackberry.com/enterprise Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com/health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com/health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. 
You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, uh, talk about the initial investments we may make, even though you have a sponsorship from your stakeholders. But when you get started with looking at what's going to work, what's not going to work, you're going to do some experimentation, some data will be generated. And then you will say, you know what? It's not going in the way we wanted it to go. So your experimentation, your investment in all of this could be like throwaway work or that's a loss. How do we minimize that loss and leakage? Yeah, uh, Sanjog, that's that's an important point, right? So um, I guess we talk about fail small, fail fast, uh, but nobody likes a series of, of projects that have gone nowhere. You might do 10 proof of concept, but you're not getting any business benefit. Very soon people lose interest, right? Uh, so I, I think the first point to determine is to say that are you doing so many innovations that you're constantly failing? To me, there are two types of digital or two two sets of, of digital initiatives. There's one which is sort of like automation, continuous improvement, a series of programs where you take advantage of, of, uh, of changing technology landscape, um, and you pretty much are able to define the scope, and it's not as if you're doing something um, that's absolutely net new or brand new, right? You're probably retiring your some of your technical debt, uh, you're, you're taking advantage of, of new workflows, new tools, new automation tools, and unlikely you would want to set up those projects for failure. You would want to define the right outcomes. You've got a mechanism to make that work, right? The challenge is, is, is in cutting-edge, bleeding-edge technology. And I would say you do not want more than two or three areas where you're trying out something that's new, where you have... Uh, as much of a chance of success uh, as of failure. And in those projects, if you're experimenting, in addition to setting up KPIs for success, you need to define what failure means. You also need to be able to test the organization when they tell you that, I don't mind you innovating, but fail small, fail fast, is that just uh, is just, just is that just a mantra, or is it a true belief? Right? Are we talking about technology failure or business model failure? How much money are you willing to put in, and then call a failure, uh, and then call it a failure and lose that? Right? So, I think all of those parameters need to be defined. So, as much as you define KPIs and outcome for success, you need to define the the KPIs and outcomes for failure. The other part is is to set up a culture of failure. If you want to put your money where your mouth is, and if you want to say that I want to do a lot of innovation in these two or three areas because it's going to be disruptive or transformative or a step change for me, set up a culture of failure. Provide frequent status updates. Take up innovation in bite sizes so that you minimize the exposure um, uh, that you have. We talk about agility, but agility with discipline, right? So, uh, agility doesn't mean that everyone can go around, go around and do their own thing and set up labs of their own where they try out multiple things. I, I go around looking at everyone who is building some sort of a bot. But what are they doing with that bot? What's the business case? When do we know it's going to succeed or, or fail? What's the kind of iterative process 
uh, you set up? Are you defining your project scope too narrowly? Are you trying to be very perfect, right? I had a, I had a manager who used to tell me that you can do something perfectly or you can do it on time, right? Both of them don't go together, right? So I think defining the whole framework of what you mean as failure and taking the mantra of fail small, fail fast into a culture of failure and then making sure that you've got the framework to be able to execute on it is very important. And, and going back to my first point, you cannot do this in 10 different areas. You will have to focus on two or three areas. One last question for you is about risk. So digital does bring potential benefits and it promises those, but it also ensures or rather guarantees there will be some disruption a fundamental way you used to do things and also perhaps security or otherwise enterprise level risk. If we are creating KPIs for everything else, we need to look at what could be, what are we going to let go or what are we going to potentially lose in order to gain something from a digital initiative? What's the best way to include those items so that you look at your net versus just a glorifying, all positive, looking good number? Yep. So every organization has a framework for evaluating business performance. Either have a balance scorecard or, or a whole KPI metric. As you do some of these fundamentally disruptive projects and you, as you define KPIs and outcomes for these projects, you will need to ensure and make sure that some of these KPIs go back into the overall uh, business performance KPIs and uh, replace existing KPIs. So uh, there are some that are transitory during the project, but there are some that go back and replace the business outcome KPIs. So if you're setting up a new business model uh, for, for say, uh, um, telemedicine, right, uh, and you've got a traditional organization that has uh, panel doctors, et cetera, et cetera, uh, at some point of time, if your telemedicine is going to impact business from the traditional channels, you will need to uh, make sure that the organization is aware of while there's one metric that's going up, there's something else that is going down. And that's really the, the cost of dis disruption. And do you want it like that? Are you going to really uh, go back and, and create new channels of distribution that sometimes might conflict with your existing channels? What does that do to your partners and the ecosystem? You know, it comes back to the culture and the change management and the process impact, right? And, and finally, it does translate into what are those KPIs that sometimes you don't know are impacted and are going down, and you might realize that while disrupting, you have you have sort of done something that affects your business performance, and there are some standard KPIs that go down, right? And and, and it's important to be aware of that and to be track that to track that throughout the life cycle. On behalf of the show and our listeners, thanks so much, Bala, for sharing your insights and thoughts on how we could effectively set up the measures, the benchmarks, and the KPIs for our digital initiatives so that we get the ultimate outcome and the journey is pleasant. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Sanjog. 
And listeners, hope you enjoyed it. Please like us on Facebook, search for CTN. Please follow us on Twitter and join our LinkedIn group. Thanks again for listening to this segment on CTN. This is Sanjog All, your talk show host. Till next week, take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program or for show archives, comments, or questions, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Thank you again for listening.